Hello everyone, it's Santos Banning and you're officially listening to Early Success. Today we got our first interviewer in and we are going to let him introduce himself. Go ahead. Hi Santos, my name is Paul Watkins. I am the co-owner of Lucid News and owner of Mint Standard Studios. Super sweet. Uh, tell us a little bit about Lucid News specifically. So Lucid News started as a concept between a few friends and I two weeks ago. Uh, we're super big into the rave scene, have been mm-hmm. for a couple of years. And it's booming right now. It's it is, timing. yeah. It's huge now. And it's just that generational success kind of thing where people are coming in from high school that were into it or college that were into it and it's becoming mainstream with pop. Yeah, so I, mean, it's I, a remember, good I remember when I was in high school, like it was just a select few people going. And now that we've gotten older, I just feel like it's it's gained traction and it's kind of going mainstream. I haven't gone, but... It, I mean, it seems super exciting. I mean, you have like G-Eazy doing collabs with people. You have Selena Gomez, Demi Lovato, mm-hmm. um, all these big pop names that are going with EDM now. Uh, so we were like, you know what, why don't we start an EDM news website? Uh, we had tried last year to create our own record label and we failed with it. But um, we just had this idea two weeks ago and we're like, yeah, like let's do it. So... Soon after, we started working on it, uh, bought the domain name, opened the Instagram account. Our website actually goes live this week with our first interview. Super stoked. I'll check it out. Um, So it's super exciting. Uh, Soon after, we decided to start the concept. We started talking with people locally around Phoenix as Mm -hmm. well as uh, San Diego. Mm -hmm. And we were able to get three interviews lined up right off the bat. Uh, our first interview coming out this week is with Not Your Shadow, a new EDM duo out of Phoenix that had their first live show last weekend. Wow, incredible. So, what, what, how did you gain these interviews? Like, um, were you DMing people on Instagram? Were you just going to local events and just talking to people? How, how did you get these interviews lined up exactly? Uh, we actually did both. Mm-hmm. So, um, with... I mean, for the most part, it was DMing people on Instagram, Mm -hmm. on Facebook. Um, I got into uh, photography five years ago, so I've been doing it a long time. Mm -hmm. And about two weeks ago when we decided this, I messaged uh, the Full Moon Festival in Phoenix and said, Hey, can I bring my camera in, shoot the show? Um, This is my first event that I'll be doing, but I really would appreciate you guys putting your neck out there for me. And they said, yeah, like, come with your camera, show us what you got. Is, is Full Moon, like, a, a big event, or is it kind of like a like an underground kind of scene? So it started really underground. Mm-hmm. Um, it started a while back now uh, in a warehouse in downtown Phoenix by the airport. And it was maybe, I would say, three to 500 people max at the event. Uh, and now, just a few months ago... They did their first event at the press room mm-hmm. in downtown Phoenix, and that had probably around 800 people. Wow. Uh, this past weekend, they did one that had over 1,000 people at the event. Wow. That, that's Five a, stages in total. That's awesome. That's a huge jump. Um, so they allowed me to bring my camera in. I started taking wow. photos of people, and mm-hmm. I started messaging them and saying, hey, I've got these shots of you guys DJing. Why don't we set up an interview? And one in particular, 
messaged us back, that's not your shadow, mm -hmm. and said, hey, we'd love to do an interview. So um, let's see, I would say three, four days later, I had one of my writers interview them for an hour. Mm -hmm. um, nice. And they loved to do it. We got an exclusive for this week uh, to come with our very first post. Nice. It was their very first live show, and it's just awesome. That is pretty awesome. So it sounds like it, they, that you had a service that a lot of these underground uh, scenes were really receptive towards, and that's kind of why um, they're willing to, like, as you said, put their neck out for you. Um, a lot of people want to be successful, and you're actually taking initiative to ensure that you're successful and gain some traction. Was there ever like a point in time where you wanted to do, to do this before, but you didn't because you were scared to? Definitely. Mm -hmm. um, a big thing about going into the industry is risk and reward. Right. So for the past year and a half, I've worked in professional foster care. I say professional foster care, but it's really professional social work. Yeah. And I've absolutely loved the experience, especially the life skills that I've learned, but it's just a lot of work. It's uh, not very and rewarding. It's, it's very tolling. Yeah. Um, it's, it is very rewarding. Okay. But uh, yeah, it's just really, really tolling right mentally, word. emotionally, and everything else. And yeah. Yeah, it goes outside of the office. Exactly. And so I never, I never really thought about going full time into my creative passions mm -hmm. uh, because doing so is, I thought, really hard. Right. Um, what I didn't realize was it was really hard because I wasn't putting the effort that I could into it. Yeah, or, and sometimes people create mental barriers that they're, they're scared. Like you said, it's, it could be risky sometimes and sometimes people are scared of the potential failure so they just they don't take the risk because they don't want to they don't want to fail or they're there's uh they they allow other people's opinions to control what they do for example for a while i wanted to do this podcast i'm sure everyone does it i practiced like uh if i want when i was younger i wanted to be like an athlete so i would practice like mvp speeches i'd I wanted to be an actor at one point. I practiced Oscar speeches, so I would always speak, but I just never did anything uh, to like to put it out there. So that's why I started this podcast um, because I just I just felt you know what just fuck what everyone says and thinks. Just do what you want to do, and it, and it feels like that's kind of what you're doing is you're just you're doing what your passion is, and I think a lot of people should, and they're not. Absolutely. I mean, the scary thing with it is, in order to put in that time and that mm -hmm. effort you really can't be doing too much else outside of it. Right. So when I've been working full time, I haven't been able to put the time mm -hmm. uh, or effort into it. I was able to put the money into it to get new gear, all that sort of thing. I mean, I put over five grand into new camera and video equipment last year when I started my LLC Mint Standard. And with that, I didn't do anything really for most of this year mm -hmm. because I've been working too much. Right. So I went ahead, I put in my two weeks this week, mm -hmm. uh, mostly for family-related uh, conundrums, right. but also because that way I really have the time to dedicate. And it's scary because I'm not going to have a full-time job supporting me, yeah. supporting my and, and, rent. And that's why a lot of people aren't willing uh, to, to take these risks because they, like, sometimes they are given responsibilities that take 
priority. Like if they have kids or if they get a full-time job, they have, they have bills to pay. If they went to college, they have to pay back their student loans. Like it could be scary. So a lot of people get into this role of doing what they think they should be doing to, to uh, meet and to make ends meet, like paying rent, like you said, uh, or they get like into the safety net and aren't willing to venture outside of it. Absolutely. Are you scared a little bit about it now or because you're gaining some traction uh, where's your what's your head with it? Um, I'm scared, but a good fear. Right. Um, I think that's something that we have to realize is that fear that we have isn't necessarily a bad thing mm-hmm. because fear is meant for a purpose. Right. Fear originally was your fight or flight of, oh shit, there's a tiger coming at me. <laughs> do I kill it or do I run? Right. Well, now you have... In today's modern society, oh no, like, I no longer have a job, but I have this business that I can run. Do I go wholeheartedly into it and really go for it and make it something that I know I can do? Or do I fail and be miserable because of it? Right. Uh, Mark Cuban had, I watched this interview not too long ago. He said, when you have nothing, that's, that's the time that you should uh, reach for your passion and, and start a business because you have nothing to lose. Exactly. And with that... So, so ultimately, you're gaining some traction. What, what's your, main, your next main event and where, where do you ultimately want to end up with this, with this business idea that you have? So my next main event is working with Octave Entertainment. Right. Uh, and so, for, the, for those of us who do not know what that is, can you elaborate more on that? Octum Entertainment is a company based here in Phoenix mm-hmm. that for a long time has provided party buses to raves and festivals throughout the area um, and now is starting to really gain their own traction in doing their own shows with some of their artists as well as other artists coming from outside of the area. And... So I contacted the owner, Jason, uh, about a week and a half ago and said, Mm -hmm. hey, same thing with uh, Full Moon Festival. I said, hey, we are small, we don't have a following, but we know we can do this and we can fit this niche of working with the underground, with the small guy, with the local scenes and really gain traction through doing that. So... By that, he was willing to work with us uh, and said, hey, like we have this guy, Ekanova, and Ekanova is a local DJ with about five to 10,000 followers. Um, he's got more on SoundCloud. But uh, with him, he said, hey, uh, Ekanova is doing a show on 818. Um, and with the show, he's opening for Fight Club. We can have you do media via a press badge for our event and following the show you can interview him uh for one of your articles so we said yeah we'd love to do that let's go for it and from there they work with festivals they work with shows they work with all kinds of events we're hoping to really partner with them to get more of the local djs in phoenix and tucson and other areas out there to the scene outside of these local places so that they really start to blow up and become mainstream themselves. 
Yeah, I, th I think it's very important that you, you kind of sp specified that you have this niche underground scene that you want, you want to do a newsletter for, essentially. I think a lot of people think too broad sometimes, and I think that's what ultimately leads to their, their failures, that they just they don't have an original idea that points to a specific direction of where, where they want to go. You do. Um, for, for the people listening, would you say that just DM people as much people as you can? Or like, how, how would your messaging go about? Because you said you contacted them. Did you contact them via email, Facebook? And about how long did it take for them to reply? So for working with Octave, I messaged them through DM mm -hmm. on Instagram. Okay. And they said, hey, message us on Facebook. We'll talk there. So we went to Facebook Messenger and started talking from there. Um, with Full Moon Festival, I messaged them on Facebook. Uh, some of the more major festivals I'm talking with have been through email communication, mm -hmm. um, including Gold Rush coming up in September. Uh, we're talking about getting a media pass for that and covering that event. So that'll be our first big event. But that's, like I said, not really our focus. Right. Um, the real thing is people don't understand that if they're messaging a ton of people, at least somebody's going to get back to right. them. They're not all going to say, oh no, we're not interested, or we already have people. They're not all going to say, oh no, you don't have a following that we want to see for who we're going to work with or who we're willing to work with. Um, so if you're just getting yourself out there and being professional about it, knowing what you're talking about, and really just presenting everything that you can do it and you will do it and you're going to follow through on that um, companies find a lot of respect in that yeah they do and especially since you're providing a service that they, that they really want they it's a media outlet that can give them exposure um, so as of right now you, you have media passes you've, you've done a couple events you will be doing a couple events um, right now, is there pay involved, or is it just about getting exposed and building your following as you're going? Right now, there's no pay involved, so which which is totally fine. Oh but, yeah, because you're connecting, you're connecting with people that are that are pretty important in this industry. I mean, almost any industry that you go into, it's all about who you know, mm -hmm. um, who you talk to, exactly what you can provide for them. Um, a lot of people aren't going to care that you're new to it if you can show that you know how to do it right. or you know how to act. Um, yeah. So for your, for your newsletter, you have an Instagram page. Um, will you be doing podcast or a YouTube channel? Do you have a separate Instagram page for it besides so, your personal one? Right now... Uh, we just have the Instagram page right now. Mm -hmm. Our website goes live this week with our interview with Not Your Shadow. Right. Um, and then we will be starting podcasts within the next couple months. Um, we still have to get everything started up, get a following before we begin our podcasts. But we will be podcasting our interviews. Um, we're talking about doing Facebook Live stuff for shows that right. we're at. Um, I think one thing that that's going to be pretty prominent in the, in the next maybe 18 months, I think uh, IGTV uh, channels are actually going to be bigger than what they are now. So I think uh, even starting an Instagram channel for you got, for your uh, events would be pretty cool, get you more exposure to people. 
I haven't even heard of that. Really? And, you know, it's funny because I was listening to a Gary Vee episode and he was, someone asked him about Instagram TV and uh, he, he said he hadn't heard anything about it either. But I think that it's kind of, since it's so early that I think not a lot of people are using it. Are using it. Lately, uh, Gary Vee has been using it. And then one of my buddies who has a big uh, YouTube, YouTube following, he has about 90,000, I DM'd him and I was like, hey, I think you, because you have such a big following on Instagram or Instagram and YouTube, I just don't, he doesn't post on Facebook and he doesn't have an Instagram channel. And really, I think to build a bigger following, you should kind of promote everything on all of the different social media platforms. That way you're engaging different audiences. So I think uh, if you just started uh, an Instagram channel while it's in the early process, you could see maybe some potential growth in the, the future. Um, if you ever start a podcast, I would love to be on your podcast. This podcast specifically is all about everyday living and entrepreneurship. And the reason why I wanted to get you on this uh, podcast because, is because what you're doing and, and from talking to you, this seem, it seems like you're kind of an entrepreneur. Would you, would you agree with that assessment? Oh, definitely. I've been talking about starting businesses mm-hmm. for years, um, talking about doing my own work for years, right. but I just never did it. Yeah. Um, it's like everyone wants it, but not a lot of people are willing to put in the work towards it. So for the for the aspiring people that want to start their own podcast or uh, build their own business, what kind of advice would you give them? Honestly, I would tell them just go for it. Just right. As as Nike's uh, <laughs> brand name says, just do it. Yeah, exactly. Um, I couldn't agree more. You can't. Think that you want something and think that you're going to get it if you're not going for it, if you're not trying, um, if you're not putting yourself out there, frankly. And I think right now is like the best time. Like social media is huge. Everyone uses YouTube. Everyone Mm -hmm. uses Instagram. It's like if you want to start your own business, then do it and then promote it and then gain, gain some consumers for it. I think it's the best time right now and a lot of people just aren't uh, taking that initiative. That's why I decided to do this podcast because I think... Uh, all these media platforms are are, bi- are bigger than what we than what we know. Like if you look at Twitch, I didn't I had no idea. Do you know what Twitch is? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know Twitch was going to be as big as it was. Like watching other people game, but it's actually it's pretty fun to watch. Uh, I used to stream actually. Really? Yeah. Ah, uh, that's that's pretty epic. I've thought about it, but I suck at video games, so I I haven't uh, looked into it that much. I just know of Twitch. Um, I, I like to wrap up by just a couple of uh, personal questions and then we'll conclude this podcast. What is something that, that you are uh, like super obsessed with if it's like the like Dunkin' Donuts coffee or vitamin water like, or, or, or fucking some sort of local brewery? What, like what, what's fascinating you right now? What's, what's something that you are currently obsessed with? Um, currently, it's drones. Drones? Yes. So I bought my first drone... <laughs> Well, you're you're a photographer. Yeah, that's yeah, that's I've, awesome. I've never had one. I bought my first drone. I just said, "Screw it, I'm going to buy this." Um, a month ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think every single Saturday and Sunday, at least, I get it out and up there, and I'm practicing flying with it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the Mavic Pro, which is a really nice, uh, but consumer level professional drone. Um, it's just really fun. It's really big now, mm-hmm. and getting into it now while we can is a good idea, I think. But the Mavic Pro Two is coming out, so Sweet. 
might have to upgrade are, already. Are these some soon. of the, uh, when you do go to these, your, your underground events, do you take drones with you? Do, do you plan on taking drones with you? Unlikely. Unlikely? No. Um, so I want to stay as legal as possible while flying. Um, there are a lot of different rules, especially as a commercial pilot. Um, like getting no your idea. license, right. uh, registering the drone, you can't fly over people, you can't fly within five miles of an airport without getting FAA permission. Oh wow, I didn't um, know there were so many regulations. Yeah, there's good a lot know. of regulations, wow. which is good. It's good that we and have And is those. there licenses? Do you have to pay for licensing too? Or? Yes, you do. Okay. Uh, so if you're a consumer that doesn't intend on making any money from what you are producing with the drone, a lot of these laws don't apply to you. Uh, however, if you are a professional that mm -hmm. is planning on using it for monetary gain, yes, these laws do apply to you. Okay, so yeah. you definitely have to look it up for your area. Yeah, it's de definitely a lot of information that you need to know. Um, just to conclude, what is your all your social media uh, usernames and then we'll just call it a day? So my personal as well as my media page uh, for Mint Standard Studios is at Mint Standard on Instagram. Uh, my Instagram for Lucid News is lucid.news. And I actually have a clothing line that is rave wear and streetwear coming it. out pretty yes. soon. Uh, so I'm not going to sneak in the Instagram yet. We still got to get some things going, but well, you'll hear you. that eventually too. Awesome. I, I love it. I love it. Thank you for joining, Paul. Uh, I Thank look forward much. to uh, seeing what your what your pages do. I, I look forward to working with you in the future. Sounds good. All right, everyone, that's going to conclude our podcast. Thank you for joining us with Paul. And this is Early Success, and we're going to call it an episode. Thank you.